0: Good morning, this is Marshall Davis. This is election time in the United States. I'm recording this on Monday and in New Hampshire tomorrow is the primary election and I'll be voting. In November of course is the general election for midterm elections. Around here candidate signs are sprouting in people's yards and they're going to be even more after this primary election. At church after worship yesterday, I was talking to a, a neighbor and friend who is running for county commissioner. Voting in the elections always raises the issue of how non-duality is expressed in such a dualistic exercise as politics. There's no better example of duality than American politics, especially the polarized form of politics that has emerged in, in this country in recent years. Partisan politics certainly looks like an egoic exercise. And it's clear a lot of big egos get into it. The two major American political parties look like caricatures of unleashed Egos. It's easy to get lost in ego when engaged in political activities. Indeed, some think that to be spiritual means to forsake politics completely, to not be concerned with such earthly things. On the other hand, there are examples of spiritually-minded people like Martin Luther King Jr. and Mahatma Gandhi who were able to combine social, political action and spirituality. They acted boldly to bring about social and political change and that came out of their spirituality and while they were doing that, they emphasized love. For their political adversaries expressed through strategies of non-violence. Issues around politics reminds me of Arjuna on the battlefield in the Bhagavad Gita. Spiritually minded people struggle with what appear to be conflicting loyalties. For that reason, politics is probably one of the best tests of non-duality. The truth is that earthly physical existence in all activities are dualistic. Humans are by nature dualistic creatures, at least this this nature, this earthly nature. The key is to navigate this world of duality while aware of our true non-dual nature and living out of that. Non-duality can be expressed, and is, has to be expressed, in all dualistic activities, including politics. We do not have to go off into the forest, or go into a monastery, or into an ashram to live a spiritual life. As Brother Lawrence said, the holy presence can be lived just as well while washing dishes in the kitchen as kneeling before the sacrament. Likewise, it can be lived while marking a ballot in a voting booth, as well as preaching in the pulpit. The apparent tension between non-dual spirituality and politics is not real, because in non-duality there is no real tension. It is only apparent tension. Indeed, in non-duality, all dualities are... Resolve. That's the definition of non-duality. The dualities of temporal life are transcended in the non-duality of the spiritual life. It's a false dichotomy to pit the world against the spirit. Worldly life against the spiritual life. Spirituality against politics. Non-duality includes everything by definition so it has to include politics. Everything is an expression of non-dual reality. There's nothing that's not non-dual. That's a triple negative. Nothing that's not non-dual. But hopefully you get my point here. Politics is not antithetical to non-duality any more than sexuality is. Or engaging in business is. Or eating or breathing or speaking or thinking is. All earthly activity is by nature dualistic, but all activities also in essence non-dual. It may seem unspiritual to participate in elections or to be part of a political party, but it's not. Being an active citizen of a nation is not any more unspiritual than being a member of a family or a religious community With responsibilities, but it can be dangerous for those who are not awake to the non-dual nature of reality. Then politics, in its partisan form, especially can can suck you into the vortex of duality. It is inevitable that politics will cause one to experience all sorts of emotions and sometimes very strong emotions, but that's all right. There's nothing unspiritual about emotions. They are not threats when we realize that we are not emotions. We are aware of them and we can let them come and let them go just like thunderstorms that we had the other day here, scattered thunderstorms come and they go but we don't hold on to them, we don't identify with our emotions or with the body or with the self, that's the difference. I am affiliated with a political party, that's how I can vote in a primary tomorrow, just like I'm affiliated with a church and a denomination and a religion. I do not confuse these social connections with my identity. I do not see Christianity to be a compromise of non-duality, nor do I see political affiliation to be a compromise of non-duality. That is because our true identity is rooted in the ground of being beneath all temporal expressions. Without that grounding, we get caught up in the whirlwind of political duality. When it comes to the emotions that arise when engaging in any worldly activity, it's important to let the emotions arise and let them fall away. For we're not our emotions, we're not our thoughts, we're not the ideas that prompt the emotions. We are that in which all this, all these other things happen. We are the battleground on which the political battles are fought. Even though we choose to act or vote in a certain way, in reality we are all actions and all choices. We are both sides. We are both political parties. We are both opposing candidates. We are our enemy. There is a larger whole and it's important to be aware and identify as this bigger whole. That's the nature of non dual awareness, is being aware of and living as the big picture. Put another way, you could say that there is one world soul, one world self, capital S, that is incarnated in all people, incarnated in all creatures, actually. But let me just talk about people here. This one divine soul which is often called God, is in and is both liberal and conservative, democrat and republican, right-wing and left-wing, socialist and fascist, good and evil. Both sides are actually one in non-duality. So politics is yin-yang. The two sides of the yin yang symbol appear to be fighting but in fact they are dancing. This is a cosmic dance of duality. And this dance of duality is true even in war. Even in the world wars that the United States has fought, in the civil war that we fought with each other, in the the new civil war that seems to be, and some people are threatening to start in our country here. When one sees everything as yin-yang and feels this and knows this on our most essential level then it changes everything and it changes the way we do politics. When I look into the eyes and into the heart of a person on the opposite side of the political spectrum I see myself. I'm looking in the mirror. To hate that person would be to hate myself and to hate God. And how could I do that? To love that person is to love myself and to love God. That's what Jesus meant when he said that all religious obligations can be summed up in the two great commandments, to love God with a whole being, to love our neighbor which includes our enemies. As ourselves, we can authentically do that only we, when we realize that we actually are our neighbor and our enemy. Now, seeing this does not mean that it doesn't matter what we do. It certainly does. We had to engage in right action. We had to, ch- to choose right over wrong, good over evil, justice over injustice, truth over lies. Morality is a part of all spiritual traditions. And it's not abandoned just because we see a larger unity beyond good and evil. We still choose good. But we see that we include both the good that we seek to do and the evil that we oppose. That's why the yin-yang symbol has that small dot of dark in the midst of the light and the little dot of light in the midst of the dark. It says that one includes the other. The good news is that living in ondo awareness takes the personal suffering out of the political process. A lot of spiritually minded people avoid suffering, be, avoid politics rather, because it causes all sorts of powerful and seemingly negative emotions to arise. And that feels uncomfortable and it feels unspiritual. So people avoid it because it can cause suffering. But to avoid that, all that does is hide the problem. It does not solve it. All that does is postpone dealing with the cause of suffering, which is identification with the dualistic self. Non-dual awareness dispels the illusion of the individual self, therefore takes the sting out of life while letting all dualistic activities, such as the political process, happen. Then we can participate fully in this play of shadows, this drama. Of good and evil. Right and wrong. We realize that we are not just players in the drama. That we are the drama. And we are the stage. And we are the director and the playwright. We are the whole. That is non-duality. And that is it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net My blog Spiritual Reflections can be found at MarshallDavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.